And we're off. I think almost just making sure. Uh it is it is I wanted to sing a song but I can't remember what it was. You know, I can't remember those Chinese lyrics. It's 9:01 a.m. US Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles. Not remembering Chinese lyrics is partly why I like those Chinese songs because I don't know how cringy it really is. <laughs> Maybe it's nice and poetic. Uh, it's Thursday, May 11th, 2023 AD. I do not have an interesting or uh, entertaining opening clip for you guys. So let's get right into what we're going to talk about. Trump had an excellent uh, town hall versus Commie Nonsense Network's own rising star, Caitlin Collins, on uh, Commie Nonsense Network uh, cable channel yesterday. And that was fun. I didn't catch the whole thing, but I caught part of it. I was listening, actually, through the American Anchor Baby. Uh, his He was streaming. Check him out. He's on the J.C. Lee Peterson Network, just like Hake, me. And... Uh, We'll also talk about the evil attack on whites. You know, they're trying to call whites racist. Give me a break. And it's, ha- and it's going through the courts. It's disgusting. It's disturbing. But it's to be expected. So watch what you say, even in jest, okay? Even in jest. Not in jest like swallow. Well, careful what you swallow, too. But careful what you say, even when joking around. Hake perhaps jokes too much. Be uh, alert. Self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. And how easily influenced am I? Oh, I don't have the clip for you. I don't have any clips today. Uh, But I came across a clip of uh, Tucker Carlson saying Jeffrey Epstein was bleeped. I'm bleeping not a cuss word, but the M word, murdered. I disavow for the sake of my channel. And uh, I started to tell the offline people, the people who listen on the audio feed, the live audio feed, J.C. Lee Peterson, uh, JLP Live, and TalkStream Live, that Adam Kinzinger, Kinzinger, the simp, the guy who pretends that uh, white supremacy is a problem in the Republican Party, dumb. He was taking sides between... uh, Based, Dan Bongino, ousted from Fox News, faux news, alongside Tucker Carlson, versus unbased, debased, beta writer, beta author, excellent author, though. He's a liberal. All authors are liberals. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if that holds. Stephen King, you know, the guy, the horror writer? And some other things, my bag... Versus my bad. And some other things, okay? And, of course, your calls. But anyway, guys, let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. Hey, guys! Oh, it's the hate report, the hate report. 
How you guys doing? I am fine. I am wearing my get a job. It's not mine, but I bought it, so it is mine. But I didn't design it. It's from the get a job Teespring store. Teespring.com slash stores slash get a job. It says Alpha 2020 get a job. Has a, a seal or a shield. Awesome thing. Cool. I get I get compliments from girls. Or I have gotten com- <laughs> I've gotten compliments from girls for uh, this t-shirt. To this day. Nice. Such a nerd. LOL. Whatever, man. And uh, it has stars on it. It has this, like, racist uh, eagle motif. I'm calling it racist, but I don't know. Looks awesome, so it must be racist, right? Because anything awesome, they call it racist. Lame. Like this beautiful flag that I'm covering up. And Nick had it slipping. Nick, American Anchor Baby, he had it slipping like that. Slipping. Falling. Poor soldier. I'm showing the, uh, a little bit of the beautiful rebel flag, confederate flag, southern beautiful American flag patch on my laptop for those listening on the audio feed. With my... I almost said... Never mind, I don't want to get into that. So, uh, you know... Let me get right into a call or two, guys. Let me get to David in Ocala, Florida, who's on the line. Uh, David, what is up? How are you doing? All right, James. Are we on a delay today? Is that what's the deal? What? No, there's no delay. What are you talking about? Oh, okay. I thought there was a delay versus the video. The video, the video is, has a slight delay because it takes time for the computer. To, you're a boomer, huh? It takes time for the computer to process the uh, feed to send it out to the people. So you're probably looking at, if you're watching on YouTube, it's probably about 15 seconds behind, plus or minus, uh, maybe even you. 30 seconds. But no, if you're listening I'm, through the I, phone, there's no delay between you and me. Well, virtually. Right, right. Yeah. Hey, but I might not be a boomer because I got it off a of television on an ad for an insurance company that it was 65, but I looked it up and it says it ended in 64, so I must be an X, right? Oh, oh you're talking about you were born in 65, but yeah, like boomers ended 65. in 64? Okay, yeah, you're a, yeah. You're a boomerish Gen Xer. Shout okay. out to the boomerish Gen Xers. Yeah, you're right. You are Gen right. X. You sound more Gen X than boomer, to be honest. Do I? Yeah. Well, that's good. Hey, yeah. listen, I was ma- <laughs> my 31st wedding anniversary is the ninth, man. Married <laughs> for 31 years. Buddy. Oh, nice. Right. Oh, so yeah. that passed already, huh? Well, happy anniversary. Yeah. Belated happy yeah. anniversary, man. You happily yeah, married? My- uh, yeah, yes. Yeah. Nice. Oh, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to call about that young man that called in uh, yesterday. Was that yesterday? That I felt Mark? like. Yeah, Mark. Was uh, it that? Were you yelling for him because he couldn't hear you? That right, was yeah. Funny. He was only 22 years old, and I was shouting, Mark, Mark. Yeah, okay. That was yesterday, huh? It feels like so long yeah, ago. Yeah, it felt yeah. almost like two days yeah. ago. Well, I hear y'all Y'all uh, know Ted Nugent, huh? I, I saw him in 2010, and just so you know, Stranglehold's my favorite rock tune, man. I, I love Ted. So what, what's your favorite rock tune? Stranglehold by Ted Nugent. Stranglehold. Okay, kind of yeah, like, uh, yeah. well, I don't want to reference any recent events because that might be too soon, such as in the New York subway, but like yeah, what that one yeah. guy did. But anyway, 
That's cool, and before man. I get going, I just want—I want to thank Chris. He—he he, he made a lot of nice comments when I called before, and I—I I just wanted to thank him. But you're the talking young about, man that caught, Are you talking yeah, about Chris oh, in the chat? Okay, nice. Yeah, he said a lot of nice things about cool. you know my conversations and everything like that. Um, this the the young man was talking about his uh, uh, girlfriend was bipolar, and uh, my first wife was bipolar. I married my high school sweetheart. And they are very tough to deal with when they get older, okay, mm. because of the, uh, you know, the situation they're in, the, the women, you know. And a lot of these women that are bipolar, they they can't entertain themselves, okay. You have to entertain them, okay. Wow. And once, you, yeah, once you start, and eventually what happens with most of them, because, here, I'll put it this way, when they're high, when they're on top of the mountain, Man, they are fun. They're the funnest thing in the world. But when they bottom out, when they go down, they're not. They're a mess. Yeah. And a lot of them, a lot of them have like alcohol. Uh, you know, uh, the alcoholism runs in their families. And what they do when they get older is they start self-medicating themselves. Mm. So you can, you know, you can have a lot of problems with uh, with them later on in life if you stay with them. I suggest that. Uh, he finds some, like, because my first wife was that way. I'm going by that and other people that I met that were bipolar. Okay? Yeah. And, and uh, you want a woman that can entertain herself, that she doesn't need you. Okay. You got what I'm saying? To a degree. I mean, she needs you. Okay. But she, she can go put herself on remote control and, yeah. you know, take care of herself. Nice. No, so that's, that's nice input. I, I appreciate that. And on behalf of, well, I don't know if the caller was listening presently. Mark from I forget where he was calling from, but the twenty-two-year-old young man who was, I thought that it was. I was thinking about him on my drive to work this morning. I was thinking about the fact that he had this idea about wanting to be married and not wanting to be alone, stuck alone later in life. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. And that's from an idea. You know, JLP, Jesse Lee Peterson, talks, I'm on his network, talks about ideas a lot, let go mm-hmm. of all ideas. And that's right. an idea. And there was an album by this Christian band, I think called Blindside, like a foreign band. And they had this album titled, A Thought Crushed My Mind. And I never understood that. But I wonder if it had to do with anything like that, where you hold on to the, an idea and it messes up, messes with your life, the natural flow of your life, where you not to hold on to some idea of wanting to stay with somebody just because, well, it's better than the uh, better than some ladies out there or whatever, you know? Right. Or, right I need to yeah. I need to be with a woman, which you don't necessarily need to you. Need, he was seeking after that, and then he admitted that he's living at home still. Mm-hmm. So uh, your well, he's high young, school, he's young. your high school sweetheart—that's your first wife or your second wife? Uh, my first one. Okay. I know. I knew her since she was fourteen. Uh, you know. Yeah. And I and I and she she she's part of my post-traumatic stress disorder. I told you about a while back. I mean, I watched this woman. She she called me up at work one day to said. I don't love you anymore. I'm leaving. Took my Whoa. seven-month-old baby, my three-year-old daughter, out of the house, and one day I watched her put her clothes in garbage bags in front of me and begged her not to go. Okay, I told her she was, you know, going going to go down the wrong road. Well, yeah, I, 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 she still lives around me, and she's been married five times, and I was married, you know, 
This is my second wife, so I'm not saying I'm better than her. Right. I'm just saying I I know what these 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 ladies that have issues, you know, psychological. Because there's a lot of narcissistic behavior that runs with these women. Yeah, and that's why they're just. When they love you, they love you, but when they hate you, they hate you, and they will drop you like a hot potato and just, you know, get over it is their, like, you know, one of their their words they like to use. Just move on, you know, that type of stuff. And that's just heartbreaking to deal with that kind of stuff. Is she the one know? who got fat, married another huh? guy who was looked similar to you, like a cheap knockoff of you? No, no, that must have been somebody else. No, oh, I thought no. maybe there was somebody who was a fiance of one of my callers who broke it off because he sent her away because his family was too evil towards her or to, to well, for her. Well, you then, gave you gave that young man great advice because you told him to seek God first. Yeah, so, nice. And that's the truth, man. That's what he needs to do. And you know, and that's what happened with me. God brought me my second wife. She's like seven years younger than me. Okay. And uh, I'm 57, and she's 50. But when we got ma- married, I was uh, 25, and she was like 19. She just turned 19. Okay. And she looked like she was really young. I mean, my friends were teasing me pretty bad. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you so. think God brought her into your life? but My second wife? Yeah, the second wife? Yes, I surely do. You don't mm-hmm. think that it's the Christian in me thinks that it's wrong to divorce and remarry. What do you think about that? Yeah. Divorce and remarry. I, I think it's wrong. It's wrong, but I I didn't leave her. But she she was messing around on me, so she gave me the the way that that gives me the way out with God. You know what I'm saying? So oh, you know, so she, so yeah. you think that Jesus would have allowed for remarriage, divorce, and remarriage in the case of somebody cheating? Yeah, it's in the Bible. It says, in, uh, except for adultery, uh, only adultery is the only way that you can get a legal divorce. Does that mean that you're allowed mm-hmm. to remarry? Uh, I hope so. I know. <laughs> One day he'll tell me, you know. But <laughs> I know. hey, I wanted, to, I wanted to ask you about, because somebody brought this up, it was on your show. Did you ever read the book of Enoch? Have you read that? Before we get to that, I just want to finish up this divorce oh, question because sure. it's kind okay. of interesting to me. So, okay. I the way I understood that that um, passage about Jesus and divorce, and if you uh-huh. a man who divorces his wife, except in the case of a marital unfaithfulness, he causes her to become an adulteress or something like that. Right. Uh, exactly. I think that some scholars, I understood it your way, whereas where if. She, if she or he cheats, then they're allowed to divorce. But mm-hmm. uh, the way that some understand it, and I've started to lean more towards this side, was that you don't cause them to become an adulterer because if you divorce them, they're all after they've committed adultery, they've already been, they're already an adulterer. So it wasn't necessarily allowing for divorce in the case of adultery. It was just saying. You're not causing them to be an adulterer because they're already an adulterer, something like that. But I don't know. I understand. I but know. what about the innocent person? It'd be like if I if right. I went and had an affair on my wife, and and you know she found out and didn't want to be with me anymore. You know, because of that, then that shouldn't tie her hands. You know, later on in life, you know, she found somebody that she cared about, and that's well, not going to happen now because of our age and everything. I'm just using that as an example. Well. I, I understand you're using innocent in this in the sense that one person may not have committed adultery or cheated on the uh, husband or wife, and now they're stuck. 
But there are they truly innocent? Is anybody truly innocent? And yeah, nobody's innocent. And how stuck, everybody's guilty. Yeah, and how yeah because like you married a person who was a, a fallen state person. You were a fallen state person too, probably when you married. You know, and then on top of that, are you really stuck? That's a that's a mindset. That's the idea that I was that I think is not good for that young man who called my show, Mark. And it's not good Mm -hmm. for most of us to have this mindset of, oh, I'm stuck, I can't remarry, I can't get married. Whereas that's not a a goal in life. That is an aspect of many people's lives. But Mm -hmm. one one failed marriage is plenty, rather than having a second marriage. Well, Well, yours yours seems to be working Children are involved. Oh, yeah, and you're... So you have... She took your children, huh? Yep. Do you have any mm-hmm. access to your children now? Or are they are they grown? Oh, yeah, or? yeah, they're grown. They're 35 and 33 years old. And I got grandkids. I got four grandkids. And, by the uh, by those uh, by the first marriage. Actually, six. I'm sorry. Yes, yes. Yeah, my second wife and I never had children. Oh. She's been a, she, Yeah, she's How many been kids a did you have by the first one out of curiosity? Two. Two. Okay. So not only that, man, I had told you, uh, I'm, this is just going to be a, just a quick little deal here. Okay. Um, I told you I had some p- PT, uh, post-traumatic stress disorder, and from the main w- thing from, it came partly from. Partly from your wife, huh? Your first wife? Well, that deal, but before that, uh-huh. um, uh, when I was 19 years old on the 4th of July, three three men tried to kill me, man, murder me, ran me off the road into the woods. I mean, it's, it's just too long of a story to get into. Okay. But every every... July the 4th, it's like, it was, throughout the years, it was like reliving it over and over again, because it happened July the 4th of 1985. Whoa. So, yeah. And so, but about a few years ago, when it was affecting me, I thought about the veterans that come home from the wars, and how it must affect them, because of the, the, you know, uh, just the whole neighborhood's going off, you know, people just blowing up the neighborhood. You know, my poor father-in-law who was in Vietnam, it bothers him quite a bit. Yeah. You know, but, you know, but that really, uh, that that day caused me to, like, self start self-medicating and stuff like that, you know, and Terrible. just trying to, oh, yeah, it was, it was, it was something, man. So you that really messed with you when, uh, were they, they were strangers who attacked you? No, they were, uh. You knew them? They were some, there were, it was a young man who wanted my girlfriend, okay? Oh, okay, and he wouldn't take no for an answer, and he brought his two brothers, and they, they, these people down here in Florida, man, they're crazy. I mean, you heard, you heard the, like, Florida man stuff and all that kind of crap? It's, it's real. Some of these oh. people are just out of their mind. Florida man mm-hmm. uh, is... Uh, for the, to explain for the lay person, which I'm sort of a lay person, uh, okay. Florida man is a reference to the common news story where they say Florida man does such and such wild crime or wild weird thing, and yeah. people people make whole radio talk radio show segments about this Florida or somewhere else. Did it happen in Florida? Because Florida has the craziest stories. And I think that they have the craziest stories because maybe arrest records are public or something like that, whereas it's not as public in everywhere else. So it sounds like it's crazy in Florida, but it may not be a uniquely Florida thing, although Florida it does have quite the hodgepodge of cultures. 
Yes, it does. So, I don't know. It's, so it's uh, freakish stories come out of Florida. Florida man is, a, mm-hmm. is sort of a meme for that. Um, yeah, I think you had so a guy So what was the point Mike? of that? What was the point of that story to point me of what? for this PTSD thing? Because I had spoken to you about my PTSD, and you had asked me why, and I said because I got blindsided a bunch of times, and, and uh, I really didn't go into it. And I just but what was the what was the point of that with regard to like divorce and remarriage? Because we were on that kick. Because it was the same. It was the same. It was my first wife. It was my first wife. Uh, her her mother, myself, and her were in the car, and they ran us off the road oh. and tried to kill us. Oh, okay. Yeah, huh. yeah. But I, I just didn't go. I, I wanted to make the. It's it short and sweet. I didn't want to, you know, really get deep into it to tie up time on your show. No worries, man. Yeah. I appreciate your your concern. Let's get into the Book of Enoch since you uh, called about that. Really, y- yeah. Book of you, Enoch. Have you read it? Be- have you read it before? Never. Not knowing. Oh man, you got you, you ought to read it, man. You ought to read it. Uh, and that's I a is that an apocryphal book or a <clears throat> one of yeah, not even not even accepted in the apocrypha. Well, they said it was in there, and they took it out, okay? Uh, I don't know for sure. I mean, I, you know, I, I don't know for sure if they did. I'm just going by what I read. Okay. Uh, evidently, it was in there until the 4th century, okay? And it was taken out. And, and I feel the reason why it was taken out is what it goes into. And what it does is it backs up Genesis 6, where it talks about the angels coming and, and, and seeing the daughters of men and lusting after them. Mm. Well, anyway, in the book of Enoch, it talks about 200, see, 200 of them, angels came down on the Mount Hermon, and uh, what they did was they ended up making a pact with one another that that's what they were going to do, and uh, which was they they just desired these women, so they actually walked away. Somehow they came into this realm, and when they did that, they took as many women as they wanted, says, and what the book and, and and then they married these women and had this prodigy of these giants and these half breed Pro- uh, progeny people progeny uh, not whatever. prodigy prodigy oh, is I'm a sorry. child genius and I yeah, said right. oh I guess I'm, I'm just a and it was a there was a pun <laughs> slash confused that's my Florida coming out yeah that, there's a there's an old cartoon I've made this joke before or repeated this joke before Calvin and Hobbes remember that comic strip. By Bill Watterson, no. he said, uh-uh. Calvin says, Calvin's a boy. He's the one who is peeing on things, in, on like Honda uh, or peeing on Chevy okay. in these uh, bumper stickers. Well, Calvin is a kid, like six years old, and he has this stuffed toy tiger named uh, Hobbes. And Hobbes is smart, and Calvin is, has quite the vocabulary, but he doesn't know, always know what he's saying. So he says... I'm brilliant. I, I'm a genius. I guess I'm just a child progeny. And progeny means offspring, right? <laughs> and so Hobbes, right, I got Hobbes rolls yeah, his I eyes and says, yeah, mo- most children are. But he meant child prodigy. But anyway, go back to your story so what, about so, the... Okay, so, so what they did was they, they, it names them, it gives the names of some of these angels in the Book of Enoch, and it tells, the, it tells how they taught men war, how to make... Uh, uh, you know, knives and taught women makeup and they taught them sorcery and they just wanted to just mess them all up, okay? And that's probably one hey. of the reasons why they took it out because they didn't want people to know about this because a lot of people believe, and I do myself believe, that that's really why God flooded the earth, okay? Uh-huh. Because there was only eight, eight people that ended up in that ark, okay? You got yeah. what I'm saying? 
and, and, and I'm going to back it up with this. It says that Noah was perfect in all his generations, which was his, 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 his DNA, his bloodline was perfect. He wasn't perfect. Now, whether this is totally true or not, we'll all find out one day. But the bottom line is, is that's the main reason why they took that book out. or don't, didn't want people to read that book because it goes into uh, specific details of what went on. And Enoch was taken by God, okay? He, had, he, he didn't die. You know that, right? Yeah, I'd heard something like that, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So he walked with God, it says. So uh-huh. Anyhow, I heard y'all brought that up. Didn't I, he bring that I'll up? I'll tell you one thing. Something? When I read that passage about the sons of God mm-hmm. and, well. and, the, and the daughters of men, I didn't necessarily think of the sons of God meaning angels because men, like Adam was... A son of God, and Jesus is a son, is the son of God, the firstborn, right? The the only begotten right. or whatever. Um, so, like, it's like JLP says, men are the sons of God, and women are the daughters of men, or the, uh, Satan. <laughs> well, you can look so this I, up in so the I book wonder, of Job. I think that a lot of people may be reading too much into sons of God and daughters of men thing. Maybe. Yeah, a, a or lot maybe of people I'm say that. Too, Maybe I'm too, uh, what is that thing? Skeptical. Anyway. Yeah, well, that's good. You should be skeptical. In the, in the book of Job, it talks about when God created everything, when he created things, uh-huh. or, you know, it says that the sons of God shouted for joy because they were there to witness it. And then it talks about the enemy come, came up, and he was there, too. It talks about Satan there. So they had to be around God, you know, so that's why people believe that the sons of God were angels, okay? I'm just go, I'm just sharing their belief, right. and, you know, what they believe and all that, okay? That's where they back it up with that, okay? okay. And, it, and if you think about it, it makes a lot more sense, because the world was so out of control. I mean, they had just—it was—and what they— Man, I don't, I, I don't, am I getting too deep for you here? By deep, you're deeply into this issue, this topic? No, no, is this just too deep for the topic of your show? I just want to make sure I'm not, you know, crossing a line or anything like that. Which oh, show. no, I just don't know what the point is of the sons of God and daughters of men. Like, who cares? Well, this is what people, well, this is why you should care, because they believe that what they were trying to do was mess the DNA up to where the, where Jesus couldn't be born through, through Mary, okay, through the seed of the woman. That's it what people are speculating? To, yeah, that's what they, because because of Genesis three fifteen. If you go read that about the enmity between the two seed lines and everything like that, uh-huh. they think that now these angels had already they had already made their decision. They had already walked away from God, and they and that being the first prophecy in the Bible, Genesis three fifteen, they believe that they came up with this idea. Well, well, what we'll do is we'll we'll, we'll pollute the seed line, and then Jesus can't be born. Oh. Okay, to a woman. You follow what I'm I don't saying? know, so, man. I to me that's too that's too like physical, too crazy. L- physical that's why I didn't not to. crazy, but physical, <laughs> literal, like and also it's outside of it's getting way too too deep in that it's too deeply into speculation for my for my know. taste. You know what I mean, I Jelly Bean? I mean, if that's yeah, something that you actually believe, then then we can talk about it because it's something that you actually believe. I I I I think it makes a lot more sense 
why only eight people ended up on that ship, on that uh, boat. Because, uh-huh. you know, when you go to church, they try to tell you that he was out there warning everybody, hey, it's going to rain, you know, you better get on the boat type deal. And you no, know, but yeah, that boat was only big enough for uh, him and his family, so only eight people made it. And, and, two, the, and two of every kind of animal. Right on. Yeah. So, <laughs> and then and then God gives us the rainbow and says he'll never flood the earth again. And you know who steals that rainbow and uses it is a disgrace. Okay. And you know who I'm talking about that stole the rainbow, right? Oh, the the not morally straight people. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's just a slap in God's face. You know, when you get older and like me, and you look back, you know, look back on your life and you put something like that together. You're like, man, that is terrible. You know, it's not good, yeah, but it's terrible. to be expected because Satan poisons everything, even even biblical understanding. Well, of course, of yeah. course. Yeah. I appreciate it, David. Nice to hear from you, man. Yeah, listen, thanks for taking my call again. I got a little gift coming your way as soon as I get it in here, and uh, I hope you really like it. And and what do I write on the thing? Did you say I need to write care of bond? Yeah, care of bond through the uh, P.O. box. And then put your, can I just, and put your or name the, on there that's for you? Sure, yeah. All right, but hey, listen, you, y'all, you have a great show, man. Oh, I wanted to tell you last Friday was a great show. I think that was probably the best show I ever listened to. That's the one where Asmodor uh, smacked down, laid the people's elbow on uh, Kentucky John and uh, Tony. From California. Well, just the whole show, that whole show, the whole vibe was good. Man. Oh, you, nice. You, you know, Appreciate you got it. a really good show, all right? I just want you to know that. You, you have a great day. God bless you, and thanks again for uh, taking my call. Okay. Thank you, David. All right, sir. All right, buddy. Take care. All right. Bye. Bye. Uh, that Trump CNN town hall, that was so fun, right? I will get right back to calls. I just want to cover this because we're a half hour in, and some of you itching to hear about it. Maybe. Are you? I don't know. There's a Fox News tweet. Faux news. Trump calls CNN's Caitlin Collins. Caitlin Collins. That's how you pronounce it. K-A-I-T-L-A-N. Caitlin. I never had to know how to spell it. The whites or the other people, they spell Caitlin in so many different ways. I'm shaking my head. Collins, a nasty person. Reminiscent of Trump calling Hillary Clinton, Crooked Hillary, a... Nasty woman. Such a nasty woman, Trump said during the 2016 debate. But he called her a nasty person during the town hall clash. And I don't have the clip, but I have like this screenshot of the Fox News tweet and some other screenshots from Washington Washington Compost. CNN moder- moderator grilled our greatest president. They call him the former president over his handling of classified documents. And I don't care. Who cares about classified documents? Only to get Trump. That's the only reason that they care about it. So that's a mess, right? Nice. I guess she, what I heard, I I didn't see this part because I was listening to this um, CNN town hall from American Anchor Baby on YouTube. He was uh, streaming it and commenting on it. You know, fair use. But somehow the stream got shut down by some very unchristian sources, I would say. No, I'm kidding around. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> um, so, terrible, huh? What's terrible? 
that she's a nasty person. And I pictured her being more like a light blonde, but she has like a dark, dark, or light brown, I mean, light brown hair. It was, she has dark brown hair. Full-blown brunette lady. Mildly attractive. Caitlin Collins. Caitlin. Age. 31 years old. Born in 1992. Acting like a know-it-all. Trying to... Wow, good for her. That's pretty, that's pretty impressive. Imagine like a 31-year-old gal. Mildly attractive. Uh, trying, to, trying to school Trump on what the truth is. Give me a break. Well, actually, Reddit bro, female, beta, lady, but that's nice. Good for her. What an impressive, she was born in Prattville, Alabama, educated at the University of Alabama. Stay away from her. (laughs) In 2018, the group, I'm looking at her Wikipedia. In 2018, the group Log Cabin Republicans, which is a gross group, they're out of, the, out of their prayer closets. They need to go back into their prayer closets because they're not morally straight, right? And they're brazenly, openly not morally straight. They unearthed some tweets from her time at Alabama back in 2011, which was like when she was 20-something. Collins, Caitlin Collins, used the slur F-A... Boop! G. <laughs> uh, and expressed that she does not know if I want a room with a lesbian. Can you blame her? She apologized, of course, for the tweets, saying, When I was in college, I used ignorant language in a few tweets to my friends. It was immature, and it, but it doesn't represent the way I feel at all. <laughs> Lord. Lord. Had to, simp, had to bow down. Just like hate does to stay on YouTube, I disavow everything. Uh, she disavowed her talking like a normal person. She's not mildly attractive. Hey, I'm not even sure she's a she. <clears throat> Whatever. You just ha- don't have Hake's taste. You just don't have Hake's great taste. Nah, I'm kidding around. Yeah, uh, I think she was locked out of... Okay, let me read this uh, Washington Compost thing. Washington Compost tweeted out, During a roughly 70-minute long forum, I heard that they blocked out 75 minutes, so they cut it short because he was dominating her. (laughs) Uh, 70-minute long forum, and I think they could have allotted 90 minutes, maybe, with likely Republican voters, or maybe Republican voters, voters in New Hampshire, and New Hampshire does have a P, unlike Sampson. Right? Sampson it does not have a P, but Hake pronounces it like it has a P. Uh, CNN anchor, Commie Nonsense anchor, Caitlin Collins, attempted to correct inaccurate claims from former president, our greatest, Donald J. Trump, about many topics, but she found her rebuttals falling on deaf, ear, deaf ears. So the article headline, she tries and tries to rebut Trump's election lies. And I, of course, disavow everything Trump said about the 2020 election for the sake of my channel. But I totally appreciate Trump, our greatest president. Collins, Caitlin, one of the network's rising stars, they use the last name. When they use the last name of a woman, it makes you think, oh, this is a man. But no, you're supposed to use the first name of a woman. It's, col- it's, proper, it's proper to use the first name of a woman rather than her last name. 
It's like saying Obama for Michelle Obama, right? You're supposed to call her Michelle or Big Mama or Michelle Obama, but not Obama. Obama means Barack Hussein Obama. Anyway, Collins, meaning Caitlin, one of the network's rising stars, and they use the term loosely, attempted to meet, maybe she is, attempted to meet our greatest president's stream of falsehoods during Wednesday's live town hall with composure and tough questions. And it's an article by this simp named Jeremy Barr, B-A-R-R. Perhaps no relation to Bill Barr, the uh, attorney general. I have a picture of his little bio thing deep down in that folder, Hassan. Wash Post writer one bio. Look at him. Doesn't even look like a Christian. It's terrible. Oh, what am I doing? I, th- I think I make available offline. I'm trying to look, pop these things up so I can see them and read them. Jeremy Barr. Doesn't he look kind of unchristian? I mean, knowing that he writes for CNN doesn't help, right? Looking like a nerd. Looking like a nerdy nerd. Shout out to the nerdy nerds. Uh, so anyway, he covers the media industry. Anyway, he's, he's written a bunch of dumb articles about dumb stuff about uh, Tucker and Trump and uh, other things. The crowd cheered throughout Trump's boasts and falsehoods. Collins, Collins repeatedly pushed back when Trump said the 2020 election was stolen. The election was not rigged, Mr. President, Collins said. You can't keep saying that all night long. But he did. <laughs> and this is the Washington Compost writer. Talented writer. All talented writers are liberals, by the way. With the exception of uh, the guy from Daily Stormer. <laughs> Uh, and maybe Asmodor is talented too, I guess. He's not liberal. Anyway, um, Trump made many unfounded claims about the 2020 election. Collins interrupted him, though, and said, Mr. President, I have to stop you there because there is no evidence of that. <laughs> Trump said that only unless somebody is very stupid would they believe the 2020 election was fair, which, wa- which I disavow for the sake of my channel. I know you very well, he told Collins. You're not stupid at all, but you perhaps are given an agenda or you have an agenda. Nice. Nice. Her agenda is the truth. <laughs> By the way, this Washington Compost, their, they, their mission statement is democracy dies in darkness. During the Trump administration, uh, his first term, this Collins lady... Not to be confused with Susan, it's Caitlin Collins. They confused me by calling her by her last name. Developed a reputation for her tough questioning of our greatest president and his aides. A-I-D-E-S. In July 2018, Collins was barred from a Rose Garden news conference after persistently asking the president questions about Russian President Vladimir Putin and our greatest president and former Trump attorney Michael Cohen, the rat, at an Oval Office photo op. So she was barred from the Rose Garden for being a very fake news lady with an agenda or given an agenda. So, oh, this was great. I loved this. On Wednesday night, yesterday, Collins, Caitlin Collins, uh, pressed Trump on whether he wants Ukraine to defeat Russia, but he wouldn't respond directly. Do you want re- Ukraine to win this war? The journal- journalist asked. Journalist, I learned from our resident historian, means... uh false propagandists against America, against whites, against Christians. Something like that. 
I may not be. I may be using cleaner and less descriptive language than, <laughs> than our uh, resident historian uses for the word journalist. But that's what a journalist is, right? I don't think in terms of winning and losing. Trump responded. You heard this on the Jesse Lee Peterson show, by the way. Uh, I'm on his network. Collins continued, can you say if you want Ukraine or Russia to win this war? Responded Trump, I want everybody to stop dying. They're dying, Russians and Ukrainians. Nice. Collins concluded, you won't say that you want Ukraine to win. Dumb. One thing that I learned, and JLP talked about this in the third hour of his show, catch, catch it by going to jlptalk.com. Shout out to JLP. Um, and the produ- new producer, Sean. And uh, Hassan, the board operator. And Nick, the former producer who trained uh, Sean. Uh, I learned in high school from an orange-haired... Oh, that's, I don't want to dox him. <laughs> from an orange-haired world history and geography teacher that in war, one of the principles of war, is there is always a loser. And there is not always a winner. Always at least one loser. And not always a winner. So this simple-minded 31-year-old, I'm actually like 31 is so young. It's just younger than me. Terrible. Uh, This simple-minded know-it-all lady, Caitlin Collins, they should have gotten rid of her and kept that uh, black gay... Uh, what's his name? Don Lemon. He should have been the one to challenge our greatest president, Donald J. Trump. The president is a racist. With his lack of good humor. He lost his good humor, so he lost his job. But, uh, this lady's like, Ooh, you want some, you want Ukraine to win? No. There's not always a winner. By the way, he pointed out that, um, the cat... From that cat lady gal? Is she a cat lady? Shout out to the cat ladies. I like cat ladies. Many of them are mildly attractive. <laughs> um, you know that lady, E. Jean Carroll, who says that Trump raped me and it hurt. And a lot of people think that the R word, ape, grape, is S word E. Sorry, kids, ladies. Well, she has a cat named the V word for body part that men don't have at least not not the typical man anyway <laughs> terrible huh she is her cat's called the v word don't look it up kids don't try to figure it out kids don't ask kids you don't even want to know <laughs> she's psycho says uh, lord bibby 42 the second best moderator <laughs> Is he the second best? They're all the second best. The rest of them. <laughs> uh, terrible. She's kind of adorable. To, you, to steal a word from Hassan. Uh, I'm talking about that uh, lady who won a judgment against Trump in that lawsuit thing. Is there anything else interesting from this Washington Compost article? Trump seemed to have a significant home field advantage over, over this. I keep on wanting to say Susan Collins, the rhino lady. That's the female Collins that I go to. But this is Caitlin Collins. Caitlin. With a, with a K. Caitlin. 
home field advantage. I'm sorry. I thought this was a Trump-hosted, I mean, a, a CNN-hosted town hall. The assembled audience in New Hampshire, uh, New Hampshire's going to host the first presidential primary in 2024, by the way. The crowd roared with laughter when Trump called Collins nasty <laughs> during a back and forth about Trump taking documents with him to Mar-a-Lago, his home in Florida. Trump grew frustrated with Collins. Are you ready? Are you ready? Can I talk? Trump asked. Yeah, what's the answer? Collins retorted. Do you mind? Our greatest president responded. I would like you to answer the question. That's why I asked it. Collins, meaning Caitlin, Caitlin responded. You are a nasty person, Trump said. <laughs> when Trump told Collins, you don't know the subject, Collins disagreed, to which Trump spoke to the audience saying, she doesn't understand. <laughs> so nice. I didn't catch that part because, you know, very unchristian forces uh, cut out Nick's stream. Oh, the staffers, CNN staffers, allegedly were, uh, were frustrated. Audience reaction to the forum was mostly negative on social media and among some CNN staffers who were watching and spoke with the Washington Compost on condition of anonymity because they were not authorized to speak for the network, they acknowledged the unenviable task that Caitlin faced. They call you know, this writer who's not a Christian, I don't think. I mean, he works for the Washington Compost. I urge Christians, join the Washington Compost and be a light in a dark place because you don't want America to die in darkness or America to turn into a democracy because that's what democracy does. Democracy is set up to die in darkness because that means that the mob is running the show. Hat tip, the evil mob, the crowd that's going to hell. Wide is the road that leads to destruction, right? Hat tip to uh, the internet. Shout out to the internet. Talented, unliberal writer uh, who bemoans democracy. Democracy is evil. Uh, Caitlin says one CNN staffer. See, this staffer is calling her by the right name, Caitlin, not the last name. Oh, I have a song for you guys. <sighs> Speaking of last names, <laughs> Caitlin is in a no win situation, said one coming on since staffer. I can't believe anyone thought this was a good idea. Total debacle, which I don't like how that word sounds. I feel like it should be debacle or debacle or no, not that. I don't know. So another CNN staffer says, big word. I don't like that SAT vocabulary. CNN, I mean, Collins, Caitlin, is among the network's brightest young stars. <laughs> and she was dim next to Trump. Though the morning show she co-hosts, CNN This Morning, has been upset, beset by turmoil following the ouster of Don Lemon, as Tucker and Nick confusingly refer to him. I think it's Don Lemon. Play the vid. I, oh, I don't have the video. Uh, anyway, that's, the, that's that for that. I think that's plenty. That's almost 20 minutes on the, on the topic. Let me get to JC, patiently waiting in Little Rock, Arkansas, if he has any patience. What's up, JC? How are you doing? Hello, Baja Man. How are you? I'm doing fine. He calls me Baja Man for the uninitiated. That B A J A H. Baja. B word. B word. A blip. J A H J A H. James Anton Hake. You know, for the children, let's just, because uh, you call this a kid's show, let's just call you Bad Adult. 
James and to make. You ba- know, bad adult. Bad adult. I like Baja better. I, oh, I know. We know in our hearts. Let's stick what with. You are. Let's stick with with Baja because bad adult. People use adult for things that are not very moral. Uh, no, uh, it's still going to be Baja, but the censored version is bad adult. No, I like, our, I like to censor it as Baja. We know in our hearts what, it, what the full <laughs> Baja is. Anyway, let's, let's go into your topic because we don't have much time. Right, okay. right. Uh, anyway, you called it the smackdown that Asmodore gave on Seiko DeMaio, and I'm just like, you are definitely wrong. Am I? You, yes. Oh, and you're referring all, to my callers, a little bout on the 5th of May, Friday, at, toward the end of the show. Yes. Yes, when he, uh, commented, uh, to Tony and John, and y'all called that a smackdown, William definitely is just having a field day with that? No, please. He okay. definitely did not give a smackdown. Okay. Now, now, you gave a smackdown to that uh, boy on your little debate last week. I will give you that. You won uh, with against Leo last week. It made me so upset. Oh, really? But, Thank you for the feedback. Uh, that was... Oh, I debated Leo Phileas about... What was I... What were we talking... Oh, uh, should we affirm transgender identities? And you agree right. that you agree with Leo Phileas, Leo, on modern day debate that as modern day debate, right? That we should affirm transgender mis so called transgender misidentity, right? You you think that we should, but you think that oh, I won yeah, that but, debate? Yeah, but I'm actually a way better debate partner than he is. You had that man drinking. Did you see how many beers he was drinking in that little time segment? No, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, he he was drinking. That's why at the very end, he was just, like, yelling at you, but, like, was, like, somewhat slurring. I was like, oh, my gosh, he actually wanted the bait. My gosh. Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean that, he, that, that I drove him to drink. Maybe he's just a drinking type of a guy. No, y'all, y'all draw people to drink. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. Y'all draw people to drink. Anyways, like I was saying... Asmador was wrong. He did not give a smackdown. He actually gave me a super chat last week uh, regarding Leviticus 2013. Oh, yeah. And I have a response to that. If my response to him... What's Leviticus 2013? Just for... Let's not talk about that. But okay. All right. Yeah, that's me, fine. It has something to do with... Uh, it has something to do with sexual immorality or something then. Yeah. It yeah. called... Okay. Uh, uh, calling me an abomination, but I would like to give a response to him, and I'm going to say Zechariah 3-2. That's my response to Asmodor. Zechariah 3-10. Okay. Oh, 3-2. Yes, why don't you people tell me what it says? Okay. okay. Uh, the Lord's- I can look it up. Oh, no, no, you don't have to look it up. I have it on the English Standard Version, even... Shout out to the King James-only people. But um, the Lord said to Satan, I, the Lord, reject your accusations, Satan. Yes, the Lord, who has chosen Jerusalem, rebukes you. And it goes on. This man is... Oh, uh, man. That, that's it, th- is it. this not a, a brand plucked from the fire? Interesting. Yep. 
That's basically it. Like, that's my response. Or, or uh, the new international version, which is the liberal version. They translate okay. thoughts. They says, is this n- man, is not this man a burning stick snatched from the fire? Shout out to the burning sticks snatched to the, from the fire. Uh, interesting. Interesting. Wait a minute. Let me see something. Uh, but yes, and people all have also accused me of not always being nice towards you, so I'm not going to uh, always be nice. Right. Uh, the Zechariah 3-2 that I was reading, it says, And the Lord said to Satan, The Lord rebuke you, O Satan. Uh-huh. The Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Is not this a brand plucked from the fire? That's, I don't know what, uh, yeah, that's the ESV version, but I like that version. That, sounds like, a, that exactly. sounds like a metaphor, a brand or a burning stick plucked from the fire. What's, what's that a metaphor for? Do you understand that last sentence? I haven't uh, studied uh, all of it. I just knew how to rebuke him because y- y'all y'all play with children of God a little bit too often, <laughs> and I'm actually a true Christian, and I'm ready to go to battle with you. I'll go to battle for my Lord, just like how y'all go to battle for Jesse and everything. So are you saying, no, you don't understand the the sentence, is this not a brand plucked from the fire? You don't understand that aspect of it. You only understand that I rebuke you, the Lord rebuke right. you. The Lord right. reject your accusations. Exactly. All right. Well, thank uh, you for yeah. the response. That was that was kind. You are and mean, though. You. You're mean. Did you no, know that? No, you're mean. I wanted to tell you that you're very mean. Y'all are very mean. Y'all are very vile, ambitious people over at that Bond Network. Y'all are like did you say very amb- vicious? Oh, vicious. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And evil and malicious and like disheartening. And I'm planning on actually calling Jesse again uh, tomorrow. That way it'll be, that way I've talked to all four of y'all. But okay. I am not mean. I am not mean. Oh, How you know what? You I, have a, I have a caller who has a c- brief comment for you. Do you want to talk to Hamza? Oh, yeah. I, I, I like Hamza. Okay. I'm bringing in Hamza from Utica, New York. And then I'll have to ed- cut this short, guys. Hamza, you're Hamza in Utica, New York. You're live with JC. Keep it brief and keep it clean for me. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with him. You are a scumbag. You should be taken down. I don't know how you made it this far. I swear to, I swear to hey, God, hey. and I'm praying to God for you to go away. I'm are, with you, are you, are you, you don't even believe in God, Hamza. So don't try me. Don't try to. No, not you. Like I'm you talking did. to Hake. I'm talking to oh, Hake. Okay. Not you. I'm not with you. I'm not with Hake. Oh my God. Hey, hey, I hey. I hate Hake. Keep it clean, buddy. I hate. No, no I hate Hake, man. I don't hate you. Okay. I hate the racist dude. You see what's going on? You see what you've done to us, Hake? Say you again. You see what you've done to us? I know. You've done this to us. Confusion. You devil! You are a devil! But but that's not fair, because I'm not trying to make you guys mad. I don't even know you guys. I'm not trying to make you mad or disappoint you. You, You're disgusting. You are a disgusting man, and you make white people look stupid. White men look stupid. (laughs) I'm a white man, and I'm stupid. But no, you, you fit a character. You're, that you fit a character, and you're making us all look bad, man. I hate you so much. But, but Asmodor is not Wait, stupid, Hamza. and he it's called in, and he report. didn't look stupid. It's the hate Hamza. report. It's not the hate report, man. <laughs> it is the it's hate an emotional report. show. Okay. Hey, can it's I an emotional show. Emotional. And that's what you are. You're a hateful human being, man. 
How do you live this life? But what do you mean? I, what did I? S- you should commit suicide. Whoa, you're whoa, gonna whoa. Okay, I'm gonna hang oh, up with you. Hey, hey, Hamza, you got it. It's gonna I'd all like befall you. All this evil is gonna befall you, hate. All right, hate Hamza. report. It's the hate report. All right, thank hey, you, man. Take care. Let me respond. Hey, hey, hey. I got. I gotta Hamza. hang up with you, Hamza. You're getting. You're getting too edgy. No, no, no. It's true, true, true. Okay, take care, man. I gotta go. With That's you. how you make your money. You should come and kill yourself. Uh, uh, that's enough. Stop. Yeah. Stop. Okay. So I hung up with respond. him, JC. Go ahead and then cl- close out. I'll give you 30 seconds. Go. Okay. Yes. I very much dislike you. I don't hate you. I do disagree with Hamza on that part. Don't kill yourself. The Lord is <laughs> going to take care of you the way you need to be taken care of. But don't kill yourself. Hamza, I do like when you call in and punk uh, hate on his <laughs> own show. That is fun, but you can't be saying things like that. We both dislike Hake. We both get that. But let the Lord take care of Hake and let him still give us the entertainment on this show. All Peace right. Out. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. JC, take care. Uh, guys, we're at the top of the hour just about here. And I will get to more of your calls, but it is. AAPI month, Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month, cringe, thanks Obama, lame, but what is not lame, which may be arguable, you can argue about it, um, is Jackie Chung, one of the four kings of canto pop, who also sings mando pop, Mandarin, Cantonese, because he was born in Hong Kong, that's where they used to speak Cantonese, and, uh, and anyway, this track is a great track. I hope you like it. It's called Jin. Hold on. Jin. I. And then parentheses. Guo. True love. Country. Parentheses country. For some reason. I think it's just Jin. I. From the 1994 album Jin. I. Xin Shu Jin Jing Xuan. And I don't have the accents correct. By Jackie Cheung. I think this is a live version, but uh, hope you enjoy it. I know I do. Another epic and inspiring shout out to C. Sal, one of the ladies who catches Hake. A ladylike lady, perhaps. Uh, hope you enjoy it. You can cover your ears or you can grin and bear it, you musical Philistines. And I'll be right back for hour two. Hang tight. Chan 
藏在心中存起就来，你知道你爱他，你爱他，你爱他。That means you love her. So good. Whack music. <laughs> hey, look at the heart on the shoes. Karate Kid Palm Dance music. Who ordered the dumplings? China isn't AAPI. A lot of Chinese have become American. I'm ruining the song. 都有你在 It means true love. Sounds like an Asian Clay Aiken. <laughs> yeah, I know it. It did sound like he said that word, but I don't think that he was saying that word, people. <laughs> uh, the chat. Well, thank you guys for bearing with me through that beautiful, inspiring music. Didn't it sound inspiring? You don't understand a word. Well, I understood some of it. Ni means you. I mean, I means love. Ta means her or it or something. True love, maybe for the country. I'm not sure, or for some woman. Barf. No, I'm kidding. Uh. Anyway, thank you guys once again. Let me read some super chats, and then I will get to your calls and other stories. Over on um, Rumble.com/slash/TheHakeReport, evil is still real. Responds to that first caller today from Ocala, Florida. Caller: The Book of Enoch was in the Bible until they took it out in like the fourth century. Also, in the fourth century, the Bible was created. <laughs> Says evil is still real. Pretty funny. Uh, I don't know the history, so I'm just reading the chat. Okay, so don't take 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 Hake's history with a grain of salt. Uh, evil is still real with a couple of them. 
Hake apologizes to the kids for saying the word stupid, <laughs> then lets Hamza going off calling for suicide and may be one of the most trauma-inducing calls in the show history with no apologies to the kids. I, that was why I told him that he got went too far, though. SMH shaking his head. Yeah, I know. I, I disavow people calling for suicide. Even Rick Kua. Ever heard of Rick Kua? C-U-A, I think. Um, sang a song. It's a Christian uh, singer guy with long hair. Dark brown hair. Don't say suicide. It's your life. So that was an 80s, or maybe early 90s, song because teen suicide was a problem. And he was saying, don't even say suicide. Nice. Even though he sang suicide multiple times, the word suicide multiple times. Oh, talk about, what's that word that we learned from Nick in the, in the American Anchor Baby uh, stream? And Nick's stream and stuff? Uh, signal boosting. You're signal boosting the thing. Spreading the, lo- spreading the thing. Spreading the idea. Satan's planting the idea. Evil is still real says, I like some of your translations to that song. What does the word <laughs> ah, koo, gee, mean that was used over and over again? You know what? I can probably look that up. Let's see. Uh, I have... <laughs> Evil is still real is uh, making me look this up. True love, Jackie Chung. Wait, wait, oh, true love. Buried deep in my heart, spring... Hold on, let me look f- and find that. Kuchiu. Maybe that was Kuchiu. Kuchiu. Uh, man, I'm going to have to. F- well, I can read you the translation overall. I'm not sure what Kuchiu. Kuchiu. Something like that. Chiu. <laughs> anyway, wait. Oh, true love. Buried deep in my heart. Sp- You're ruining the song for me. It's some corny love song. It's terrible. Buried deep in my heart. Maybe he's singing his love for the country of China, which I respect, right? I love nationalism. I'm even for Zionism, right? I'm an Israel nationalist, just like many other people in history. Great and small. Um, and not so great. Buried deep in my heart, the spring goes and autumn comes. But you know you love her. You love her. You love her. Niaita, niaita, niaita. Well, this is the Google translation, so I don't know if it's true. This story, maybe it's her as in the country of China. Only in Germany is it the fatherland, right? Is Germany the fatherland? Everything else is the motherland. <sighs> the storm will pass. You and her. Nihata. You and her. We're also sad and suspicious, but, but never gave up. Maybe you cried. The more beautiful the story, the sadder it is. The more it will teach you to love her. <laughs> she is expecting your true love now to never change. She is looking forward to a happy future. Ah, I don't know. Let the seas of the world have you. She is expecting your true love now to never change. She is looking forward to a happy future. Don't look forward. Let the seas of the world have you forever. What a great song, right? <laughs> You're welcome. You, uh, 
or apologies. Being enlightened till I rise on Rumble, Sir Hake the Great, spreading the real news, not the fake news, even though I am reading Washington Compost. I don't know what's going on today, but the devils are coming out heavy today, and Hamza, man, just stop watching the show. Yeah. Uh, might be good advice. Might be good advice. Do the silent prayer. Yardanos gave a super chat on streamlabs.com slash the hate report. Lines are full, guys. Hang tight. Yordanos states, sad, and I need a hug from Samson. Or is it Samson? Samson. And Jesse, my BFF just passed. Boyfriend friend? What's BFF? No, I'm kidding. It's best friend forever. Just passed, as in died, I think. I know we all gotta go. I'm trying to be stronger. Uh, wish you well, Yordanos. Let the Lord Jesus hug you on the inside. Nice. <laughs> That's corny. It's a corny blessing. Wish you well, Yordanos. May your BFF rest in peace and take a salute instead of a hug. Because we are men. <laughs> anyway. Carver bought me a coffee on buymeacoffee.com slash the Hake Report. Hey, Hake, what's the deal with liberals in goofy glasses like this bar joker? Oh, yeah, that guy who bar, I think he's the unchristian person who wrote the Washington Compost article. If you were a betting man, oh, could you pull that up for me, uh, Hassan? Over in the Trump CNN town hall, Tr- Wash Post writer one bio to show the, this bar joker, Jeremy Barr. Washington, D.C., the swamp. Media news reporter. If you were a betting man, would you bet the glasses were real or fake to look smart? I would assume that they're real because he's a male and men are practical. Women are impractical. They wear fake glasses. Shout out to the ladies wearing fake glasses. By the way, there is one man who wore fake glasses. At least they're blue blockers or something to protect your eyes from the screen. And that is James Kuntz, the modern-day debate writer. Uh, well, he's a writer, too. PhD uh, candidate and student and brilliant modern-day debate channel, uh, whatever you call it, make creator. Nice. Uh, <laughs> so uh, he's... He wears, he doesn't even need glasses. Did you know that? James Kuntz, Modern Day Debate. Hopefully I'm not doxing too much information about him. I don't know if that's the right word. But thank you, Carver, for the coffee. Spoiler alert gave a tip. What a bargain! That's right, I lowered the cost of tipping on Ko-Fi, ko-fi.com slash the Hake Report. I lowered it from $5, $5 to $3. Because we are barterers, because it's AAPI month. No, I didn't intentionally make Ko-Fi more expensive than buymeacoffee.com. Uh, so thank you, spoiler alert, for the tip. Nice. Guys, uh, I got to get to... Is this Simone? Is this C- Simone? Uh, Simone in New York, first-time caller. What is up? Hey, hey. Um... I'm calling to ask you for some advice. Okay. Um, So basically, I have a 12-year-old daughter, 
And I recently went through her phone like two weeks ago. And I found some, like, very inappropriate text messages between her and her friends. And, like, very sexual in nature. And I wanted to know, like, what do I do about it? Because, like, yesterday I ended up going through her tablet that she uses for homework. And she had some lyrics that she came up with herself um, that were very sexual in nature. Like, talking about doing things to boys and doing things to girls. And I lost it, and I gave her a whooping. And I know that's not the right way to deal with it. Like, I cried after. I felt so bad, but, like, I didn't know what to do because that's how I was raised. My mother, anytime I did anything wrong, she would beat me. So I try not to do that with my children, but yesterday, what I seen, what I saw, I was so disgusted and, like, so disappointed, and I just lashed out. Yeah. Are you married to her father, her father in the house, or no? No, uh, we broke up in 2020. Um, she sees him every weekend, but I'm engaged. Oh, and wow. So you're engaged to a, a, a... Are you? Is the fiancé living with you guys? Yeah. Man. Uh, and you're a Christian? Yeah. Okay. The Christian in me says that you shouldn't... Re- well, it says that you shouldn't marry another person when you're raising a or a kid, or marry another person mm-hmm. when you already have kids by another person. That's what the Christian um, in me says. But right, you, you're on your path, and it's maybe tough to uh, make the right decision on yeah. that. Yeah, but, like I'm, I'm trying to get it right, but um, I know like it's still wrong. But I'm trying to get it right. Am I wrong? If that makes sense. Yeah, I understand um, that. But you're you're if you will pardon my saying this, you're living sort of dirty. Maybe not as degenerate I as know. the stuff that she was saying. No, and I she's know. and so she's speaking dirty. And she's a kid mm. a young she's a young lady, twelve years old is sort of a young lady by by now already, right? Um, who's yeah. raised in a degenerate world and her her parents are not living right either, you know? And it's understandable yeah. that that she would be like this. And you're right. You you are not right in um, in reacting in anger towards her and beating right. her in in a fit of rage. Have you apologized to her? No, I have not. Do you think that you should? Because you were you were cried. I do. Because I you do were wrong. think I should. I do think I should. I will. Yeah. But, like, I don't know what to do because, like, this hap- this started happening, like, last year, and she was in a different school. Even though she had a 4.0 GPA, I took her out of that school because I figured maybe it's her friends that she's around because I, I found some text messages before. Yeah. And I took her out of that school and I put her in a new school, and now it's starting to happen again. I'm like, it's so funny. I don't know what to do. I- I- I'm saying this because I've seen this before. Parents tend to want to blame the friends you know what I mean? And it's yeah. and you're like the primary influence on her. I, granted, she spends a lot of time away from you, but you know, like you set her up to where she's not. She doesn't have the sense to s- stay away from that type of bad influence, and so you're trying to you're trying to stop it when it's already too late. Um, just oh, accept that too late. It too late in the sense that she's already corrupted. You know, she's already she's already. She's already go, gone into that sort of fallen state on some level. 
Maybe she has some mm-hmm. innocence to her or naivety, if you want to call it that, Na- innocence, like a childlike innocence still, mm-hmm. more, than, more than you or me, right? More than the yeah. fully, fully corrupted adults who have to overcome that. But, uh, like, accept what is, you know? Accept that... What? By accept what is, I'm just saying... You can't shelter her anymore. You can shelter her to a point. You should, like, maybe, like, not have her being, having those phones and being on social media to an extent. Oh, yeah, I took her phone. I told her that she's not getting on the phone until she's 18. <laughs> I don't want her on the phone. Now, Luckily, she didn't have pepper spray. Now, that's just, that's just an, maybe, maybe, maybe not the right physical solution, but there's, the spiritual solution is far more important. Your spirit yeah. towards her is evil right now. And you're right. You yeah. should apologize to her and just be, a, to, to steal an Obama word, you be age-appropriate, <laughs> honest, age-appropriate, honest with her about life mm-hmm. and the evil in the world and how this stuff is, is set up for setting her up for misery if she were to go through with some of the stuff that she's writing about and, and thinking about, you know? Right. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm, I don't want her to, like, go down this dark path. But you can't like, stop that. Like, you you have to let her live her life on some level. You can't be a control freak where, because, you know, you're already... Control freak is like trying to make up for something that you did wrong, and you can't make up for something that you did wrong. You can only do right by mm. her now. Right. And you're not setting a good example by getting with this this fiancé when you're already with her. Like, it's like a selfish thing. You're living for yourself. I need, I need, I need the help from him because, like, he's way more logical. He's way more practical he really helps out a right. lot with like um you know the household stuff helping me with these children because like before he came along like me and her dad was like really lax with her uh-huh. because like we didn't see any issues or like but now she's getting older like you know she's experiencing her period now and so like all these hormones and right. all this lgbt stuff is in the schools and it's like i'm just like so lost i but except you can get help without having the S word with this, uh, with this fiance or getting remarried again. Or I don't know if you were married to the, to her father, but getting married to a different person other than the father, you can accept help without getting involved in that way. Mm. Like you could either have him help if he wants to be, be like one of those friend zone type of guys, I guess. Or you could. Uh, <laughs> he would not accept that. <laughs> <laughs> See, then, then that's kind of selfish. He's doing this out of selfish reasons, and it's, in my opinion, that's part of. That may be part of the problem, but but above mm. above that is, you're dealing with her with anger and with panic, and trying to make up for something when you already when you already you already messed her up, and you didn't you oh, didn't man. raise her in a way where she could protect herself from the evil of the world so the evil in the world got into her which it happens with oh almost every kid anyway right probably every kid on s- some more than others though right uh, oh my god Sean 
typed in a message, your daughter hates you and her father. Encourage her to forgive. Okay. And set an example of forgiving and, and dealing with her with a cool head rather than with, with anger and apologize because you were wrong for uh, beating her with that anger. It's kind of like a, a father or a mother will overreact and be like, I'm sorry, but what you did made me so angry. And that's not, right. <laughs> that's not, that's giving yourself an excuse. There's no excuse for being angry and evil. All right. The kid is what you made. Right. Granted, the world has the influence, but you left the kid to be influenced by the world. And you, you yourself are living influenced by the world. Right. That makes sense. So. Uh, you, you I have can, one question. I have one more question. All right. Go ahead. Um, do you think the devil is a Mexican? <laughs> Why do you say that? No, I don't really think a me- devil is a Mexican. I, th- I know that the devil gets into the Mexicans for sure. Because he works so hard, and I've never seen anyone work harder than a Mexican. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I've, seen, <laughs> I've seen some Mexicans work hard, and I've, seen, I've worked with a lot of Mexicans, right? And I've seen a lot of them, they show up every day. I'll give them that, or most every day. <laughs> but they don't necessarily work hard. They don't work as hard as they're reputed to work, you know? Some of them. Oh, okay. They, they and act I was wondering like they're if that's busy. What Jesse meant, if that's what Jesse meant when he says, stay up all night to get a Mexican. Oh, what, what, he, he misunderstood the lyrics of, I'm up all night to get lucky. Sorry, kids. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> it says, it sounds like something, something Mexican lucky. It almost sounds like Mexican <laughs> lucky. And he knows that it's, I'm up all night to something. And right. so he's like, I'm oh. up all night to get a Mexican. So he's like jumbling the lyrics together. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you so much. You guys are amazing. Even though I was on hold for like two hours. Oh, yeah. Like, Thank you so much. I appreciate you hanging in there. And you were ready. <laughs> you were ready. You're on yes. it. I appreciate that. Yes. And if you do want to schedule private counseling with JLP. I think with, it's going to be necessary. Yes. Yeah. Either just <laughs> you or you and the fiance or you and your daughter or you and your daughter's yes. father? Is it daughter's father? Have you asked your daughter's father about what to do with the girl? With your daughter? Um, no, I don't, I don't speak to him. I let them speak to each other. But, um, let him I know about... If, you can't, if you're in a position where you can let him know what's going on, let him know what's going on and your concern. And he may have good either advice for you or he'll know more how to deal with her. Because he may yeah. be more decent. He, he, he may be more decent about, than you're thinking. Yeah, he was saying something about he he might take her for the summer and see how it goes and see if he can like have her with him instead. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, that would be cool. Wouldn't that be cool? Would you like that? I would. I think it. I think it, they both would need that. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> well, I wish you well, Simone. Thank thanks you guys for the call. So much. Great call. Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Before I get back to calls, there's one line open. I will try to get through all of this stuff. Uh, Let me tell you about this evil attack on whites and decent people. Um, I told you about... uh, Who did I tell you about? Well, let me show you this Elijah Schaefer tweet. It's a tweet that's... 
I think it's in the main folder. Adam Kins... No, it's not Adam Kinzinger. White's racist. A.P. Schaefer. It's in the main folder. I have tons of screenshots and mess in the folder here. Uh, Elijah Schaefer tweeted out, you know, he's been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show in The Fallen State. He's the guy from Slightly Offensive. Uh... Just a reminder, if you post a sarcastic remark like this man did, and I'll tell you who this man is, or what the story is, the MSM, that's racist for mainstream media, racist means short, for mainstream media, MSM. I purposely avoid using MSM in, like, YouTube descriptions, because I saw a news article about MSM, mainstream media, being something to be flagged in the algorithm, according to some Google employee that leaked out into the press, that that's a far-right term for mainstream media. MSM, mainstream media, and the far-right use it, and they, don't, they want to censor the, far, the so-called far-right, which is, like, mostly normal people, right? Uh, uh, so, so I try to avoid MSM. But anyway... They will quote you out of context to smear you, mainstream media, knowing exactly what they're doing, says Elijah Schaefer. And that's true. As a liberal jury sentences you to 25 years based on witness testimony from BLM protesters, Black Lives Matter protesters, not to be confused with Bureau of Land Management, which may not be much better. (laughs) Uh, Shout out to the Bureau of Land Management and Black Lives Matter. Scum of the earth. Uh, this is in Texas, by the way. So you people who think, oh, you'll skate in Texas because Texas is for real justice. No, it's not. And he shares a screenshot of this, shared by this slightly offensive host, Elijah Schaefer. A- an AP headline, far-left extremist enemies of America. AP news, so-called news. Associated Press, just disgusting. They go along, I've harped on them before. They go along with the fake uh, idea of racism. They smear our greatest president, Donald J. Trump. They hate white people, obviously, if they're going with the fake idea of racism because it's an anti-white slur for basically being normal. Uh, and they also go along with the, the transgender, you know, the confusion of, of the misidentity, gender misidentity, whatever. So they're evil. A- extreme left. Ext- just off the deep end. Ridiculous outlet. AP. <laughs> and I go overboard talking about how ridiculous is it is because they're pretty they're actually pretty strict in their journalistic standards. But even still, they're just ridiculous. They're not as ridiculous as many. But they're they're worse in some ways cuz they pretend to be so uh by the book that the intellectuals get fooled by them. Man guilty in Texas protest killing posted, I am a racist. There's an article posted two days prior to this tweet. So probably within the few day, last few days, prosecutors are seeking to portray a, as racist a U.S. Army sergeant who fatally shot an armed man during the Black Lives, a Black Lives Matter protest. And I remember hearing about this. I think I covered a little bit of it fairly recently because there was like this clip of his... 
being interviewed by a guy and being kind of upset about about the situation. You know, it's kind of upsetting when you have to kill a person in self-defense, right? Or in your mind, it's in self-defense. Because there was another guy who was holding a, a rifle, getting all tough with him. Another, a fellow white, right? Not a normal white, because you can't be a normal white and support Black Lives Matter. You can be a typical brainwashed blind black. It's understandable that you fall for the Black Lives Matter nonsense. But for a white to fall for it, that's just ridiculous. I guess they just don't... What's the matter with kids today, as JLP said on the JLP show today? They ain't acting the right way. So, yeah, this guy's... uh, They're trying to ruin this life, this guy's life. Just as they tried to do against Kyle, Jack Bauer, John Wick Rittenhouse, who was completely justified. And this guy, I don't know. I can't comment on it. I don't know the story. But he supposedly posted, I am a racist. And people think, oh, that's, uh, he meant it. Ooh, hate crime, fake idea of hate crime. Just trying to take away people's rights uh, by smearing them and violate and amplifying their punishment because they have exercised their freedom of speech. It's so evil. Communists, anti-white, anti-Christian, anti-freedom of speech, anti-truth, liberals. Very unchristian forces, right? Just like those that, that uh, broke Anchor Baby's computer during the stream about CNN's thing. So, that's a little warning for you guys. I may skip over this Tucker Carlson situation to share, with, share it with you tomorrow because I want to play the clip, I think. I think. Okay, so... Uh, briefly, before I get back to calls, let me cover this story, too. This uh, Adam Kinzinger is taking sides. Oh, isn't this interesting? You know, JLP warns, don't take sides. Adam Kinzinger... I tend to have this temptation to take sides against Adam Kinzinger with his punchable face. Shout out to the white men with the punchable faces. It's terrible. It's an attack on whites to call somebody's face punchable. I disavow punching somebody's in the, somebody in the face just because their face looks punchable. That's not good. I disavow that. That's evil. I disavow unjustified violence. But anyway, Adam Kinzinger, hashtag fella, whatever that is, he's a rhino, he's a Trump hater, he wants to eradicate white supremacy from the Republican Party. No such thing, right? He uh, married Mike Pence's uh, Hispanic top aide, and he's purportedly white. He was in the Air Force or something like that. He quit Congress because he couldn't handle dealing with Trump, and uh, the Republicans, by and large, support Trump, the decent you know, voters, and they don't like him. I don't know why he quit, but he quit. He tweeted out a quote tweet of this former Republican-turned-Democrat, unchristian guy named David Weissman, not a Christian, who uh, tweeted out a screenshot of Dan Bongino. Dan Bongino is that guy who was a former Secret Service, I think, and he was against Obama, 
Fox News personality. He got fired by Fox News recently. So for, sort of a firebrand type of a guy, fiery type of a guy. Generally for what's right. I feel like he might have even filled in for Rush Limbaugh one time. I could be wrong. Maybe more than once. Uh, Dan Bongino. He, but he tweeted out, Biden is a disgrace to humankind. An embarrassment to the human race in every respect. <laughs> uh, strong words. I don't even think I would say that about uh, Biden... Sleepy Joe. Although, I can't dispute it. Sleepy Joe is a disgrace. He's evil. He kisses up to the smearing of whites. He kisses up to the fake idea of transgender children, eight-year-olds. That's disgraceful. He came out in support of so-called same-sex marriage before even Obama came out in support of it. Disgusting. So, yeah. Biden is a disgrace to humankind. You are right, Dan Bongino. I may not have worded it that way, but that's okay. So anyway, Stephen King. Not to be confused with based Congressman Steve King. S-T-E-P-H-E-N. This is the writer. The the author of It or something like that. I never watched it nor read it. The author of that, the book that inspired that Great movie, which was better than the book. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I don't know. I didn't read the book. He didn't like it. He didn't like the movie The Shining. He wrote The Shining, I think, or something like that. He wrote many uh, horror books, horror author, so he spends his time and his imagination. Oh, dirty, degenerate, gross, murderous. And he's a liberal. Newsflash, Stephen King is a liberal. Hates Trump. He's all old. And uh, so Stephen King, to the notion that Biden is a disgrace to humankind, an embarrassment to the human race in every way, Stephen King says, yes. (laughs) Author says, yes, but he's got a real job, not a podcast. Laughing face emoji with tears coming out. I doubt that he was laughing so hard with tears coming out. If he does, then he's ridiculous laughing at his own jokes. What is he, hake? He thinks he's hake laughing at his own jokes. I, I don't know if I've ever laughed at my own jokes so much that tears came out. That would be pretty beta. But, uh, anyway. Uh, Dan Bongino replied to him. Yeah, you're right. So it's funny that Stephen King agrees that Biden's a disgrace, but he has a real job, not a podcast. I guess Dan Bongino has a podcast now because he was fired from Fox News. Faux news. Okay, so anyway. The devils, demons, demon-possessed people celebrating the, uh, the worldly taking away of things of the people who are for what's right, which Dan Bongino, I think he's generally for what's right, right? And that's why he was gotten rid of. That's why he was of gotten rid. I don't know, that's horrible grammar. Uh, so Dan Bongino says, uh, yeah, you're right. Millions of listeners a day on a podcast. Wow. Millions of listeners. Shout out to Dan Bongino. Oh, so that makes him my competitor. Dan Bongino, you are my competitor. Sorry, uh, earphones listeners, headphones listeners, earbuds, earpods listeners, airpods listeners. Millions of listeners a day on a podcast while you're watching something in your mama's basement. (laughs) And I, I censored... Porn. Sorry, kids. Ladies. 
gentlemen, in your mama's basement, yearning for the days that people actually gave a boop about your dumb boop. Nice comeback dip. Boop. Get a job, loser. <laughs> As Dan Pongino said uh, to uh, Stephen King, legendary author. <laughs> but anyway, it's funny. Shout out to Twitter. Oh, gross, Wrinkle Hands Bing Bong. I slipped and read Wrinkle Hands Bing Bong's chat over in DLive. I disavow it. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, David Weissman, who's an anti-Trump guy, former Republican turned Democrat, just an unchristian person, if I'm thinking of the right guy. A disgrace to all people named David, right? Uh, Does... Does Bongo Bingo have a clue about who he's talking to? And he puts T-O-O to. What? (laughs) At least he didn't end his sentence with a preposition. He ended it with a typo. (laughs) Or is it a typo? Who knows? Anyway, uh, yeah. Maybe Dan Bongi. I don't know if he does or doesn't know. That's pretty funny. (laughs) That's pretty funny if Dan Bongino (laughs) accused this author, this, this liberal horror author of decades uh, (laughs) accusing the guy of watching pornography, sorry kids, ladies, in his mama's basement. (laughs) That's pretty funny. Anyway, Adam Kinzinger, hashtag fellow, which, uh, spoiler alert, says hashtag fellow is saying he's part of NAFO, North Atlantic Fellows Organization, movement dedicated to countering Russian propaganda regarding Ukraine. Oh, okay. Lame. Lame. So in other words, he's a trendy guy. He's trendy. Lame. Cringy. Anyway. Adam Kinzinger, hashtag fella, tweeted, I think D. Bongino, Dan Bongino, is going through some things. Yeah, I think he is, actually. I think he's had, like, a cancer scare. I cracked. Cancer scare. So, yeah, I think he is going through some things. Maybe he's a passionate person, which is maybe beta... But I kind of like how he is, responds all fiery. Maybe he doesn't feel a thing about it. We don't know. I don't know if I would respond this way on Twitter, but uh, <laughs> kind of amusing. Right on. And, but then Adam Kinzinger, cringy rhino Trump hater. He voted to impeach Trump. Lo- total loser. I'm taking sides against him. I know I shouldn't. But anyway, he's all, I'm with Stephen King here. Oh, so he's taking sides. Typical. Typical. Devil's fighting. Teaching kids about the P word. Nice. Sorry, kids. I feel like even saying that word, you know, I'm not going to repeat it. Let's just move on. I got to get to William in California, who's on the line. He's been on hold for quite some time. William, how are you doing? Thanks for holding. What's I'm up? doing all right, man. It's all right, man. Uh, yeah, you're going to have a cup of coffee with me. What do you like, cream and sugar, James? <laughs> Indeed, I yeah. do. Or vanilla uh-huh. or uh, hazelnut, maybe? I don't know. Oh, I'm Caramel. actually using hazelnut cream here. Yeah. Nice. Right on. You, you, James, um, uh, just a few things. The, the lady that was on the phone about her daughter. Yeah. Simone. I, I feel for the woman, but I think you pretty much hit it because that's a really tender age. Right. Um, 
and it depends on how your parents uh, handle you before that 13th year. Right. Yep. Now, I was a very good athlete, and I played a lot of sport. I ran a track. That was my thing in basketball. But the thing is, is <laughs> boys lie a lot about what they're doing with girls. I did that. And so when my parents, you didn't hear me say my mama, uh-huh. when my parents got wind of this, well, they pretty much checked me and said, hey, are you having sex now? And, you know, you should have seen the expression on my face because I wasn't. We're not. Uh-huh. You see, and it's really about how you raise that kid before they reach 12 and 13. Because yep. that is a real complicated age. And I think you hit it on the nose when you said, um, uh, you know, well, look how you're living. You're living in sin, and the kid is looking at you do this, that, and the other and everything. I feel for the lady, though. She's yeah. concerned about her daughter. But uh, she did say something that caught my ear. She says, <laughs> luckily I didn't get pepper sprayed. Give me my phone. <laughs> I know. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> right. That woman, the one that you're talking about, did you say she was mildly attractive? That wig-wearing, ratchet-looking thing that sprayed that teacher? Yeah, I did. No. She's she's an Not attractive young lady. Attractive. No. 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 I you know what's no. funny? What's funny is uh whites have high standards for white women. Blacks have yeah. high standards for black women. Asians right. have high standards for Asian women. And then That's the right. other races think that they're have think that they're more pretty than they are, maybe. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Um, the, the thing, the thing is though, um, that is a really, really complicated age. And I, I, I say the first step is what she did is just take the damn phone because she, she's at that age where she's in the school system that's teaching all of this stuff. And she's got a, she, she she may be living in sin, but she's still a parent and she sounds like she wants to do the right thing. Yeah. And, um, I, I would say taking the phone was the first step. Maybe it was done out of anger. Maybe not. I don't know. Right. But, she said hey. she gave her a whooping. Uh, oh, she did? Yeah, and she f- cried afterwards. And a lot of times, mm-hmm. I think that a lot of times women, and anybody who's emotional, period, will right. get more emotional after uh, an incident like that in which yeah. they were wrong. Yeah. Because she was angry. She happen. was wrong. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've heard that before. Uh, it was, it was uh, I've heard that growing up. Um, don't spank them when you're angry. Yeah, right. It's kind of like that. it's kind of like don't go to the grocery store when you're hungry. You're gonna spend it, well, more money. Kind of heard that. Have you ever heard that term? Don't don't spank them when you're angry. I have heard that. Uh, you you. Yeah. I've heard advice to cool off first and then do it yes. in a cool-headed way. So you're in control. Yeah. True. Yeah. Um. Uh, and some of those people that the, the, the work for Google and all of them, they, they, I don't know if I should have said that, but, but they, that, they're up here in Silicon Valley in the Bay Area. They're right here. And they have been the ones the last 10 years basically prosecuting people through the media. It's a pretty dirty trick. But um, you got the uh, Williams sisters, the tennis players. Yeah, Serena, um, Serena and Venus. Yeah. Venus yeah. was the first one I knew about. Yeah, Venus, she's a little bit older. Yeah. 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 
but uh, they're they're great players. Yeah. But they're 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 funny style. Now here's the deal: they're so woke. Yeah. But they won't speak on this thing with these trannies playing in oh, women's sports. Sorry, kids. We because can't. They're afraid to get canceled. Uh, sorry. Shout out to YouTube. We don't say trannies. You're supposed to be say transgenders. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't know. It's cons- it's cons- well, it's considered hate speech. I think. I don't know. Uh, whatever. Better, better safe than sorry for the sake of my channel. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that I would never do purposely. Right. Uh, you so, know what? They are. They have to play it very politically correct. I don't really hold that yes. against them. They mm-hmm. uh, one time one of them. I think Serena JLP covered it in church with Jesse Lee Peterson on a Bond Archive service a decade ago mm-hmm. almost, where one of them said something about something, and it was reasonable. Maybe I'll have to check on the yeah. Bond YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll look it up and tell you guys, because she yeah. said something totally reasonable, and then she mm-hmm. had to apologize, I think. Yeah, see, they're, 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 they're fr- they are afraid of, uh, I mean, they, they're not, they're human. These right. girls are human, man. I yeah. mean, okay, they are very careful about their brand. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm, I'm not going to hold that against you, you know, but... Um, we uh, had a couple of things happen up here yesterday, up here in the Bay. First of all, the guy that got attacked in the parking lot over the over the parking space, that old man. Yeah. And he, he beat them all up and everything. Ooh, they, I ain't heard about the that. The DA is not charging, is not pressing charges on the people that beat this man up. This man was like 70. Whoa. Having a hot dog in his car, and they beat him up. Yeah. Terrible. So they're not they're not going to do that. And then we had a situation where this rent control thing, a lot of people do not understand rent control. Rent control does not mean keep your rent low. It does not. Okay. It, it protects tenants and it also protects owners as well. We have an apartment complex over here at Alameda Shoreline and they pass through. There's a law called pass through. Oh. Okay. You can only go up on the person's rent like uh, about 3.6% a year, and I think it's twice a year if you got a month-to-month lease. But um, I can only raise rent once a year. Now, buildings, this applies for buildings that were built before 1979. If it was built in 1980, you have no rent control. You can shoot your rent up as high as you want. But... There's a pass-through law that if you do maintenance on a building, that you can pass, depending on what that maintenance is, you can pass that cost down to the tenant. Oh, nice. 50% in San Francisco when I'm, my buildings are. Alameda is 100%. So some people's rent is going to go up by $300. And hmm. they are in a frenzy over that. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I mean, I mean it's, you know, that's it's 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 not like the, what I don't like is that the t- the landlords, the owners, mm-hmm. have less rights to their property than the squatters and the freeloaders and the yeah and yeah. bad and bad tenants. That's you why you have to be very careful. Though. You have you to gotta be, be very careful. Yeah. You got to be tactful. You got to be careful because you can get in a lot of trouble with them. Yeah, and uh, you have to be very discriminating. Person. Well, it's usually going to be the person that's paying the less rent. He's going to cause the most problems. Right, yeah. Okay, because if you have a person in the building that's paying the highest, 
where you can rest assured he's going to move on. If he can afford to live in that high rent area, you can rest assured within five years he's going to move on and yeah. buy his own home. If he can afford to pay that kind of rent, he's going to buy his own home. Uh-huh. you got the person that pays less. They're going to sit on you under rent control law. They're going to sit in your building for 20 years. Yeah. That's I mean, ridiculous. You can't get rid of them. Yeah, it is. It is. You can price them out with pass-through laws. Hmm. Now, I put a security camera, and it was a gate that they like to, a security gate that they like to uh, keep open because a lot of people in San Francisco have roommate situations, and what they'll do is they'll bring a roommate in without you knowing, and that person squats more than 30 days, he's your tenant. That's not fair to the owner. Yeah, it's not. And then, so they, and then, and a, then once they've well, squatted for that, spring, once they've well, squatted yeah, for that long, and become a, I, they've become a tenant. Yeah, that ahead. means that you, they have more rights that you don't even, and you didn't even know that that was happening against if your permission. You know how to play the game. See, I, 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 I put, I played the game correctly. I put a return spring on that security gate, and it closes shut like a mouse trap. Nice. So they called me and said, "Why did you do that?" I says, "I'm also changing the lock." to a key that cannot be duplicated. Nice. So what happens is that camera, that key, that lock, that gate keeps them from having extra roommates. Right. If you have extra roommates, you know you have a larger water bill for showers. Yeah, and all kinds of stuff. It's all kinds of stuff. So rent control does not, believe me, it doesn't mean just keep the rent cheap for the tenant. It's not. You have to look into the pass-through laws and... Rent control law. You have to look at the stuff because there's a lot of ins and outs with it. But uh, interesting, man. Shout out to Asthma Door, the most electrifying, spectacular <laughs> podcaster in history. Nice with that people's elbow. <laughs> right on, man. With that people's elbow, throwing throwing them out the ring face first. Love it. Shout out to Blazing Hogs. Shout out to Matt, the American Dream. Shout out to Red Dirt Farm, Lord Grimm, Artie Art, my man, and Rick, my man. Nice. Thanks again, William. Take care. Take care. Okay, guys. I will have to get to these stories, my bag versus my bad, uh, tomorrow. If you're even interested in that. Uh, the Tucker Carlson talking about Jeffrey Epstein and maybe Jeopardy mispronouncing Solzhenitsyn. Whatever. Uh, Scott Adams' take versus Tucker Carlson's take. Who am I going to believe? How easily influenced is Hake? I'll have to deal with that tomorrow on the Hake Report Friday. I have some super chats to read. Uh, over on Ko-Fi, Amazing Asia gave a tip. Some black men wear fake glasses to court when they are on trial to look more innocent and intelligent than they actually are. Lots of laughs, LOL. And shout out to the late, great Colin Flaherty. That's where I learned that LOL is lots of laughs, not laughing out loud. LOL, laughing out loud? Or LOL, lots of laughs. Nice. And several Super Chats. I am remiss in not reading these uh, Rumble rants on rumble.com slash the hate report. Evil is still real. That's not bartering, you idiot. Sorry, kids. That is haggling. Bartering is when you trade services without money, sans money. Oh, haggling is when you negotiate a sale price. How can you and Nick both get it wrong? 
Oh. <laughs> the haggle system rather than the barter system. Whatever. Because we are influenced by one another. That's how. Thank you for the correction. Evil is still real. Who also says, my child has a 4.0. Not said, in special ed classes after being held back for two years. <laughs> funny. I don't know what that refers to, but it's funny. Uh, 4.0 means straight A's, right? Unless you're in AP classes and that's straight B's. Because AP, they give you an extra point. Advanced placement. That's why they wanted to make an advanced placement. African um, black studies or something dumb like that, right? Evil is still real. Says, your caller mentioned without rebuke the phrase her period. Could you please explain to me what that is? Uh, yeah, I just let that one slide. Uh, I'll tell you when you're older off air. <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, that was the, you know, 12-year-olds. Never mind. Let's keep on moving. Thank you for the uh, question. I declined to answer. I got two minutes. Let me get to Frederick in Los Angeles. Frederick, you got one minute. Go. What's up, Hank? Hey. You you giving you giving advice now. I see I see what you're doing and I got to appreciate it. You seem like you're making your own race smaller by saying that like men can't be with women that have kids already. How are you gonna ever influence if you can't have kids until you get married or even have sex till you get married? It seems like you like putting y'all people in a corner to be like no feelings, be happy with being broke, the economy's about to shut down, but just be at peace and feel it and watch it and do your silent prayer, everything's going to be okay. Do you see what's happening? You don't make any sense. You watch town hall meeting when Trump didn't save the country when he could because he knew if you kick the ball down the road later, it's going to get worse. And he kicked that three, three times, he kicked that ball down the road. You don't make any sense because uh, because people white people were multiplying, fruitful and multiplying when they were getting married and having kids. And on top of that, and on top of that, you what, brought up the economy and the hold on, man, and the economy. The people are do better when they're married before having kids. So eat that. Why I gotta are go, you man. Needing more white babies. I gotta go, man. Take care. Ah. Bye. <laughs> Maze and the rest of the callers, I cannot get to you. I got to get to Jackie. Jackie Chiung. This is Nidi Mingzi Wadi. I lost my place. Xing Shi. Nidi Mingzi Wadi Xing Shi. Your first name, my last name. <laughs> Isn't that romantic? Jackie Chung from the 1996 album Love and Symphony. The prior one was the 1994 album Gen I, True Love, something like that. Adios, America. Bye. Sit 
跟你平静旅程，并没有惊心，也没动魄的情景，只需要当天边海角景在追逐时，可跟你安躺于家里边，各最惬意，只需要。上荡气之时，可用你的名字和我姓氏，成就这故事。从此以后，无忧无求。如果要说何谓爱情，定是跟你动荡时闲话着世情，和你走过无尽旅程，就是到天昏发白，亦爱得年轻，不相信。不再地老不合时，竟跟你多相拥一次，便爱多一次，怎相信？最会唱荡气之时，可用你的名字和我姓氏。